0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi <laughs> na'maduhu wa nasna'inuhu wa nasdagfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihi allahu falamudillalah wa min yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ وَصَفِيِّهُ مِنْ خَلْقِهِ وَخَلِيلُهُ أَرْسَلَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَى النَّاسِ will بَشِيرًا وَنَذِيرًا فَبَلَّغَ الرِّسَالَةَ وَأَدَّى الْأَمَانَةَ وَنَصَحَ الْأُمَّةَ وَتَرَكَنَا عَلَى الْمَحَجَّةِ الْبَيْضَاءَ لَيْلُهَا كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك will الله the عليه وعلى آله be ومن اهتدى بهديه will بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقووا الله حق توقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس تقو ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهم رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تسئلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقووا الله وقولوا قولا صديقا يصدح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما حِبَتِ فِي لَا أُسِيكُمْ نَفْسِي بِتَقْوَى اللَّهِ وَالْإِحْسَانِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهُمَ عَلَّذِينَ تَقْوَى وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْزِنُونَ My brothers and sisters, I stop by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who has created us, has blessed certain times and certain places. And it's truly important that we absorb this concept of what is blessed. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prefers a time over another, or a place over another, we as believers should really deem those places more worthy of our time, our attention, than anywhere else. We know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed the prophets, so we love them more than anyone else. We know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed the time of Ramadan, so we see that month different than any other month. May Allah accept our worship and our fast. We know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed the day of Friday. We treat it different than any other day. Because we know Allah blessed it. There are three places on this earth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed more so than anywhere else. Three places. And that is the Masjid al-Haram. The first place that was built on this earth for the worship of the Almighty. Was where the Kaaba is right now. Many people think that it was Ibrahim that built the Kaaba initially. And that is not the case. When Allah speaks about Ibrahim and Ismail built in the Kaaba, Allah says, if When Ibrahim and his Ismail rose, or, or, or the, the, the foundations, when they laid the foundations or of the Kaaba, it was already blessed, it was already a haram, but they just rebuilt it. So, who built it first? Scholars say it was Adam and the angels that built it first because he was the first person on this earth and the first place of worship was established was there, it has a greater significance than anywhere else. And our hearts are connected to it. None of us see an image of the Kaaba except you long for it. All of us wish we can go there, and those of us that did go, wish they could go back. There's no other feeling like the feeling that the first time you walk into the Haram and you see the, the Kaaba. This place we are facing towards when we are praying. We love it because Allah loves it. The second place of worship that was built on this earth was Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, the farther mosque, like Allah subhanahu wa Taala mentions in the Qur'an. Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa that is in Quds, in Jerusalem. It was in between those two was 40 years, the Prophet sallallahu when he was asked, in a hadith that is authentic, narrated by Abu Dhar, the Prophet was asked, what was the first place that was built? And the Prophet said, it was the Masjid Al-Haram, the Kaaba. And what was the second one? It was Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. And between them was a period of 40 years. This is why the more authentic report is that it wasn't built by Ibrahim alayhi salam. It might have been rebuilt, but initially it was Adam alayhi salam as well, and some say it was his son Sheeth. Al-Muhim, these two places were the places where Allah's worship was established by believers. And I want you to understand something else as well, my brothers and sisters. Ethnicities, nationalities, borders, these things don't really matter when it comes to Allah Almighty. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the world is true al Those who recognize Allah and His rights and follow Allah's law and those who don't. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. And it is those people that will inherit the earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Those people that are deserving of, to, to walk this earth are those that walk this earth the way Allah wants them to and live on this earth the way Allah wants them to and at the forefront of those are the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so it's important and one thing that you might notice is our love for Prophet Muhammad sallallahu of course we love him more than anyone else but sometimes we forget that all the messengers are our prophets they are ours as Muslims Prophet Ibrahim and Ismail and Ishaq and these blessed lands are our lands not because of ethnicity or nationality but because they are places where we are meant to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I want you to imagine something. We've all been seeing what was happening in Al Masjid al-Aqsa and in this blessed and holy land whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran calls the holy ادخل Al المقدسة enter into the holy sacred land. You know what makes it sacred? It is a place meant for the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The place where Zachariah stood and asked Allah his son, where a whole surah is dedicated to. The place where Maryam alayhi salam was asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, making dua. The place where prophets walked. There is not an inch of Qudus except a prophet of Allah walked. There's not an inch of that place except a prophet of Allah walked. Our prophets. Now I want you to imagine, do we really love it, think about it, worry about it, long for the same way we do the Kaaba or the message of our beloved Messenger Muhammad because we should. And that same belonging that you feel, the Kaaba is in Saudi Arabia. None of us think it belongs to Saudi Arabia. It doesn't even cross your mind. Yes, they manage it and they are the caretakers of it. But do you feel that they owe that place more than you? It is the land of the Muslims. Whether you are from Africa or Asia, whether you became Muslim yesterday, no matter your ethnicity, these are the lands where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is supposed to be worshipped and tawheed is upheld, no matter where you're from. So we need to understand that these matters and these issues are Aqida, belief, iman. They are not based on nationality and borders. Borders that we created. Now al-Masjid al-Aqsa is something we need to educate ourselves more because alhamdulillah, most of us know that the prayer at at the Haram Sharif is equal to a hundred thousand elsewhere. Allahu Akbar. Most of us know the fadl and the virtue of the Prophet's mosque, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and many of us have visited. We should have the same longing and the same respect and the same love for al-Masjid al-Aqsa as well. And a few things, my brothers, that I want to clarify. Number one, the common image that you see When you when you Google Al Aqsa Mosque, is the one with the golden dome? Isn't that correct? That is known as the Dome of the Rock. It was built by Marwan al Hakim, one of the Khulafa of the Umayyad Empire. It wasn't even. This is not the Masjid Al Aqsa, by the way. It is the common image that you see. It's not Masjid Al Aqsa. It is on it. Al Masjid Al Aqsa. This mosque, this area, sacred area, is the whole ground. So you have the mosque that was built by Umar ibn Khattab عنه, on this, and then you have the Qubba al-Sakhra or the dome of the rock that was built far later. It's almost like a monument. It was built on a rock and, and this rock was there. And uh, it is said that this is the place Rasulullah ascended to the heavens from and Allah knows best. But the whole area is blessed. The whole area is blessed. And it is blessed, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala when our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was going through difficulty, and when he was facing the tyrants of Mecca, like today many people are facing tyrants. When the Prophet sallallahu was facing tyrants and he couldn't worship in peace in Mecca, and when Muslims were being oppressed and abused, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he told our messenger, if the people on earth reject you, you will never be rejected in the heavens and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is why historically afillah, when did the Isra and Mi'raj the night journey happen it happened at a very difficult time for the Prophet sallallahu so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him this blessed journey but where did Allah take him first Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show everyone that the legacy of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is connected to the legacy of Prophet Isa and Musa and Sulaiman and Dawood and Ibrahim and Adam and all of the great messengers, he went to this beloved land to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Ardul Muqaddasa. Allah took him there first. And then he prayed. And what's beautiful is the narration mentions that Rasulullah, he prayed to Rak'at by himself. He didn't notice that Allah gathered all of the messengers for him in this blessed land. It is there where the messengers were gathered for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi that today his followers are being oppressed and abused and exiled. It is nothing new, my brothers. It is the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that they faced against tyrants. Musa, who was from the Banu Israel, faced against Fir'aun. Ibrahim, who is the father of all, he is known as Abu al-Anbiya. Faced against Namrud, a tyrant. Rasulullah Muhammad sallallahu Faced against Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab. It is nothing new that believers are oppressed. But the question that you have to ask yourself is why this happens. Number one, my brothers and sisters, in this world, the oppressed, a lot of times are the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in the next world, it is the oppressed and those that face injustice that will have the highest ranks. So, the one who should worry is the oppressor. The one who should worry is the oppressor when the Prophet ﷺ said, My brothers, this is the father and the verge of Masjid al-Aqsa. We mentioned the prayer. The Prophet ﷺ was asked a prayer in that mosque, in that area. So that could be the mosque that was built, al-Masjid al-Qibali, or the dome of the rock, or that whole area, a prayer there, is equal to 500 prayers elsewhere, like the Prophet ﷺ said, again, it's showing you its fadl. Imagine if someone prays there for a year, it's like he was praying for 500 years. Imagine our parents seeing brothers and sisters that pray there, how much virtue they have. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them. And although, sometimes they might face difficulties by the hand of these unjust people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them to be in a land where Prophets walked and has given them the virtue to be growing up in a place, although they are in so much difficulty that we would all long for. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like they are now walking and living in the lands of the prophets, make Allah make them join the prophets in jannah. Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen. It is the first first Qibla. Our Prophet Muhammad faced those among you or those people that think that we have no heritage or no relation with this mosque in Qudus. It was our first Qibla. Those who think that is not for the Muslims, it was our first Qibla. The Prophet was facing for 14 years praying towards al-Masjid al-Aqsa. The Prophet ﷺ told us about his virtue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him there for the Isra. He led all the prophets there. The night journey, the prayer that we pray five times a day, that was legislated in seven Samawat, that journey started from Masjid al-Aqsa. How can anyone dare to say that this doesn't belong to the believers? And when I say believers, I'm not talking about nationality, my brothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, this land, the inheritance will be my righteous servants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this land to the Banu Israel and then it was taken away so many times by the Babylonians. People would inv- You know what that, this, the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is? If you uphold Allah's laws, if you worship Allah alone, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you this land and the, and, and, and the earth and the moment you fall off, others will come. And this is what you see in the world. People go and come. People go and come. But the followers of the prophets, those are the ones that will remain. The followers of the prophets. May Allah make us among those. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't only bless Masjid al-Aqsa. Subhana al asra bi'abdihi layla min al-Masjid al-Harami al Masjid al-Aqsa barakna Allah mentions that not just this mosque is blessed, but the land surrounding it is blessed as well. So, ikhwanifillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alleviate the difficulties of those that live in this blessed land. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make them the followers of the prophets who also face difficulties. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala show those tyrants that are abusing them the same way Allah dealt with the tyrants of old. amin Ya Rabbil Alameen. I say this, And My brothers and sisters, the issue of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and our Palestinian brothers and sisters and the plight and the difficulties that they are going through is something that we have to educate ourselves about. Now, first and foremost, we as believers, we are told to be just by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And wallahi, if you read the history, and I encourage you all, please, read the history of this land. Read the history of this land from the time of the Prophet sallam until the time of our messenger Muhammad sallam Until when Umar entered it and took it. Until afterwards, until today, read the history and wallahi, you will learn something. And you know what I have learned, just briefly looking into it, is that when Muslims, when Muslims held the keys to uh, Jerusalem and this blessed land, everyone else prospered. When the Romans held Jerusalem, uh, the Byzantines and the Romans, they held it for 500 years. And then later on they converted to Christianity, they kicked out the Yahud. And they didn't allow them and they destroyed their synagogues. And they desecrated the Holy Land because they didn't believe in it. They desecrated everything and they exiled them. When Umar al Khattab anhu, took the city. And by the way, when Umar took the city, no blood was shed. He was surrounded peacefully. One of the first things that he did was he allowed the Yahoo to come back. Because if they lived here, that they can stay here. And he allowed them to worship in peace. And he didn't do what, now, what then the Romans did. Why? Because Umar was just. Because Umar was just. We as believers don't kill indiscriminately. We as people that uphold the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't steal lands from others no matter what faith they are. And when Umar al Khattab took Jerusalem and he went to the holy uh, land and he went to the the Masjid al-Aqsa, this blessed area, he saw that it was desecrated and turned into a dump pile. And he himself started cleaning it out. He started cleaning it out. And this was when they cleansed it, that they built the, the masjid. And this masjid, when it was built, this is the masjid that you will see with the black dome. That is the masjid. It is on al-masjid al-Aqsa because masjid al-Aqsa is far bigger. When, he, when this was built, or when, when, he, when Umar tried to pray, one of the companions, of the Prophet, who was previously a Yahudi, Kaab, said, pray in front of the rock. This rock that was, is held in high regard by the, 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 the Jewish people. And it is also said that the Prophet Muhammad rose from here, but Allah knows best. But Umm al Khattab, sensing that there was a special appreciation to this rock, and he didn't want that. This land is blessed, the Haram Sharif is blessed, the Prophet's Mishid is blessed. He said, I'm going to pray in front of it. All of this area is blessed. Why are you making this place specific? Later on, this monument, this beautiful monument that you see, the Dome of the Rock was built on top of it. This history is important that you know, number one. Number two, my brothers and sisters, the history of the displacement, the exile, the abuse, and the injustice that is being done to our brothers and sisters in Palestine where their homes are being taken away from them. When they have, This has been happening for many years. And I ask all of you, don't let this issue be something that we only speak about or we only discuss about whenever it's on the BBC headlines. And the moment they stop, st- stop speaking about it, we again forget about the plight and the difficulties that our brothers and sisters in, in Gaza and in Palestine are going through. So the question is, this khutbah shouldn't be this long, I do apologize. The question that we all should ask ourselves is, what can we do? What should we do? Number one, understand that this issue for us isn't based on borders or nationality. Number two, we love the Kaaba. We more, The Kaaba is held in a higher regard than Masjid al-Aqsa. And both are held in high regards. And the Prophet wasallam said that for the Kaaba to be destroyed is an easier matter than losing the life of one Muslim. What do you think about what we see on TV? So another thing that you must remember, although the issue is about Masjid al-Aqsa, the issue is about this holy land, the issue is about that this belongs to believers. It is even more so about the unnecessary death, the indiscriminate killing, the injustice that we are seeing. And we should stand for those that are oppressed, no matter what religion they are from. So remember that, my brothers and sisters. Keep them in your du'as. Often people say, we've been making du'a, what else can we do? But remember, just like action, just like du'a without action is not what we're supposed to do. There should not only be action without du'a. Du'a is the weapon of the believer. Make du'a for your brothers and sisters. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate the difficulty. Allahumansur al-Muslimina fi kulli makan. Allahumansur al fi falastino fi kulli makan ya rabbal alameen. Finally, my brothers and sisters, also remember that you can help in many different ways, including helping financially, including helping them in any way that you can, and at the very least, educate yourselves and your children about the issue of this place and about the issue of our Palestinian brothers and sisters and about the injustice that being done for the past almost 100 years. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all of our sins. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to relieve us from all difficulties. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help our brothers and sisters in Palestine. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help our brothers and sisters everywhere in the world that are going through difficulties. Those that are being oppressed by tyrants, whether it's in Syria or Kashmir or any other place in this world. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again to forgive our sins for many of the things that happened to us are from our own shortcomings. Make tawbah to Allah, my brothers and sisters. Sallu ala come kama amarakum Allah ta'ala haythu qal inna allahu malaykata yisalluuna ala Nabi. ya ayyuhal amanu sallu alayhi wasallimu tislima allahumma salli ala muhammad wa Ali muhammad kama sallayta ala ibrahim wa ala ala ibrahim innaka hamidul majid rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina athaba annaar allahumma nusur al muslimina mink fi kulli Allahumma Radha and Awarad Muslimina be so in Fashilufi Nafsi, which Alcadom Fino Hurim, Ya Rabal Alamin, Allah Makfilana the Nubana, Allahumma Filana the Nubana, Allahumma Tubalena in Nekanta Tawab Rahim, or Hamna in Nekanta Rahim, or Ahmed the Rahman in Hamdi Harbayim or Akimisala. This recording was produced by Green Lane Mashed. For more information on the activities and services the Mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemashtid.org.